Good morning. Well, that's not a Dallas welcome. Good morning. Good morning. We have to realize there are certain times and certain places for a number of things. And at times in our life, we join together in a community and we gather together, no matter where the church is, to come together in prayer. And today is no exception to that. And we are coming here as a community of believers here at this great parish of Holy Trinity here in Dallas, Texas, for a number of reasons. First and foremost, you're coming here to offer your prayers and supplications to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Secondly, you're coming on a very important occasion, and that is to receive the sacraments of the church. But third, if you're coming to see the new bishop, I promise you're going to be pretty disappointed. (laughs) But above everything else in our life, we gather for certain occasions, and we hear the word of God on so many things. Saints... John at one time had said, and he was a modern-day saint when he was speaking, and I'm sorry, it was St. Nicholas Planas, and he was a modern-day saint, and he would speak about various things that would take place in the life of the church. And in fact, when he would enter inside of the church, the priest would cringe because when he would come in, he insisted on commemorating all the names that he had stuffed inside of his pockets through his 50 years of priestly ministry. Then what would end up happening is when it came time for the gospel, and as you know in the Orthodox Church, there are various gospels that are prescribed for the day, and today we read one that was not the one in your bulletin. But what we read today was following what St. Nicholas Planas would say, let's read the gospel for all the saints of the church so the saints don't get upset with us. And I always think about that beautiful thing that takes place, and accidents do happen and good things happen for certain reasons and occasions. And we hear in today's gospel that takes place today of something that is very important to us. We are on that Lenten track right now. It is a one-way track that is just going down, leading us to Golgotha and eventually to his resurrection. And as we begin this journey down this track, and it may seem like it is months away, and probably two weeks ago you may have taken down your Christmas tree, and it's hard to imagine that right now we are in anticipation for the Lenten cycle to begin. And it is very important for us on how we make these preparations. For myself, every weekend I am on a flight somewhere. All these exciting destinations that I never thought I would ever imagine seeing within this great metropolis of Denver. Never in my life would I think on this Sunday I'd be here in Dallas. My home has been in Baltimore my entire life. And I have some wonderful parishioners who have flown in to be with us. And you have some wonderful people from Baltimore who are here also that have now moved to Dallas. And I know that you are taking very good care of them. But as we do this anticipation and this preparation, and we know for ourselves when we're going on a trip and a journey, we make so many things to take place. Myself, when I travel now, it is three suitcases that probably weigh as much as five of these little children over here. And as this journey begins, and I check in at United Airways, and now the customer service people who were there switch places when I walk up because they don't want to lift that suitcase anymore. (laughs) But as soon as I walk up there, they know who I am. And they know that I am going on a mission to a church, I'm going to visit a certain parish, I'm going somewhere to see someone. And it is that much preparation that takes place. It is hard to imagine when I leave, it is this, I am going on a transatlantic journey on the Queen Mary to go to Texas, to go to someplace in Colorado, 
or Iowa or any Idaho or any of these other places that are part of our metropolis. But preparations have to be made just as we have to do for ourselves in the beginning and the anticipation for the Lenten cycle to begin. We all know some of the basic things that take place. We fast. We start reading scripture. We start doing all of these other things and this anticipation that is to come so that we have an understanding as to why we need to do this. And it takes place to prepare ourselves and to prepare ourselves to receive the risen Lord. And as this takes place and this transformation of our body starts taking place, not just on the exterior, but on the interior of our heart and of our soul, we begin having a stronger understanding as to why we are doing this. That anticipation of the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ becomes even stronger as preparations are made. We can't take things lightly. And in fact, when we prepare for a journey, if we forget one thing or something breaks along the way, whatever it is, we want to replace it or repair it as quickly as possible. And this is what we are doing with our souls right now. We are making these preparations to repair, to do things that need to be done, and to live this life coming closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. As we make these preparations, and as we are in anticipation, and as the church is in constant motion, we just can't sit to ourselves and say, okay, I've completed this task, what's the next one I need to do? And they are constant. It is in constant motion. It just doesn't end. And these preparations are done for our own selves. Today we gather together as a community, and in a few moments, the procession will take place with the gifts that are processed around the interior of the church. It is in remembrance of Christ walking to Golgotha, leading into his crucifixion. And every Sunday, no matter what the Sunday is throughout the entire year, is a day of the resurrection. If I say something to you right now, it is almost as if I'm going, knocking on the door saying, dun, 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 and you're going to respond back, dun, dun, right? If I say, Christos Anesti, you're probably dying to respond back, but you know what? It's Sunday. It's okay. Christos Anesti. Christos Anesti. And some of us have this entire thing within ourselves that we should not be saying something like this when it's out of season. When I had traveled and I had gone to the Holy Lands, we had gone to the Mount of Temptation, one of the highest pinnacles that is in Jerusalem. The monk who was there handed me a vial of oil to anoint my faithful parishioners who had traveled with me. And as he handed it to me on a Tuesday, he said, and I was dumbfounded because we were always taught we never say it outside of Pascha. And I responded back. And it was almost as if it was in a movie scene where he said, okay, grasshopper, you did a good job. For ourselves <laughs> today, this risen Lord is something, it is not a concept. It is not something that is only happens in scripture. It is not anything else other than what has taken place within our own lives for our own salvation. And this is what we are here for. Today, my dear brothers and sisters, in this anticipation as to what is to come, may you have a beautiful Lenten season and anticipation to the risen Lord. And may we gather together for many other celebrations like this within the sacred community here in Dallas. And may our Lord continue to bless each and every one of you. I am grateful to see you. I welcome you here to the community. I feel very welcomed here. And I'm thankful for being with you this morning. Let us continue with the Divine Liturgy.